present I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue, the antidote to panel games. At the piano is Colin Sell and your chairman is Humphrey Littleton. Hello and... <clears throat> Hello and welcome to I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue. You find us for a second week at Salford's fine Lowry Centre in the heartland of England's industrial north. It was at nearby Trafford Park that Henry Ford's famous car factory built the massively successful Model T, a car he boasted you could have in any colour as long as it was black. As at that time 75% of the world's vehicles were Model Ts, one can imagine the frustration of trying to find yours when you got back to the car park. <laughs> The industrial labour movement was born in Manchester, eventually growing into the Trades Union Congress. So successful was the TUC that it was once honoured by having a cheese biscuit named after it. <laughs> the women's movement also started here with Emmeline Pankhurst and the suffragettes, who toured with Billy J. Kramer and the Dakotas. <laughs> The, the most famous name associated with Salford is artist Ellis Lowry. A number of his famous matchstick paintings are displayed here in the Lowry Centre. Approximate contents, 49. <laughs> the TV antiques expert David Dickinson spent his formative years in Manchester. Dickinson has since left, as he says he didn't like the constant rain. Makes him go streaky. <laughs> Another famous Mancunian is Judy Finnegan, who presents TV shows with husband Richard Maidley. She claimed a certain notoriety when, at an award ceremony, her blouse fell off, allowing everything to spill out. Ever the professional, Maidley carried on, bravely ignoring the pain of his broken toes. <laughs> But Richard Madeley isn't alone in having to witness embarrassing disasters. <laughs> Let me introduce the teams. They are on my left, Graham Garden and Barry Cryer. And on my right, Tim Brooke Taylor and Jeremy Hardy. And making a welcome return to lend a hand with the team's points, please welcome our delicious scorer, the ever-lovely Samantha. OK, teams, our first round takes a look at English vocabulary. English is a highly expressive language, but it's important to understand the subtle differences in meaning between apparently similar terms. For example, sewage and effluent are not quite the same thing. <laughs> sewage refers to waste material from domestic or industrial establishments processed into a non-toxic biodegradable residue, whereas effluent means having loads of dosh. <laughs> But the meanings of words are constantly changing, so I'd like you, please, teams, to share any new definitions you may have spotted recently. Jeremy, would you care to start, please? Facacia, a bread with no interest in the Far East. <laughs> Barry? Diamante, way to start a letter to Second World War Field Marshal. <laughs> 
Graham. Retread, very red in Yorkshire. <laughs> Jim. Online, I've done weekly wash. <laughs> Evanescence, a Welshman who glows in the dark. <laughs> Aperitif, Cockney dentures. Uh, haddock, an enclosure for seahorses. <laughs> Porcupine, to regret becoming a vegetarian. Wholesaler, Moby Dick's lunch. <laughs> Pandemonium, a musical instrument that won't breed in captivity. <laughs> Quaker, posh duck. <laughs> Satire. Seated in a more elevated position. <laughs> Cantilever, the switch on an electric horse. <laughs> the teams are going to sing along now with some well-known discs in the round called Pick Up Song. Record researcher Samantha visits the gramophone library every workday where she says she finds the old archivists like to indulge in petty bartering before they'll fetch her chosen discs. This could be irritating, but Samantha says she doesn't really mind if they want to dick her about five times a week. <laughs> Samantha is now poised in DJ mode at the record deck and ready to spin the team's discs. Each should sing along with his record until, at my signal, Samantha turns the volume down. If on the music's return you're within a gnat's crotchet of the original teams, I'll be awarding points, and points mean prizes. Crackerjack. <laughs> That's how Hitler came to power. <laughs> this week's prize is a satisfying lunch snack that conveniently hangs itself from the ceiling. It's this tasty pipistrel bap. <laughs> okay, we'll start with you, Graham. Would you please accompany Brian and Michael singing Match Talk Men and Match Talk Cats and Dogs? He painted sulphur smoky tops on cardboard boxes from the shops and parts of Ancoats where I used to play. I'm sure he once walked down our street Cos he painted kids who had nout on their feet The clothes we wore had all seen better days One, ten. <laughs> Now they said his works of art were dull No room all round the walls were full But Lowry didn't care much anyway they said he just paints cats and dogs and matchstock men in boots and clogs. And Lowry said that's just the way they'll stay. And he painted matchstock men and matchstock cats and dogs. 
He painted kids on the corner of the street with sparking clogs. Okay, you now, Barry, would you please accompany Salford girl Elkie Brooks singing Pearl's a Singer? <laughs> Pearl's a singer. She stands up when she plays the piano in a nightclub. Pearl's a singer. She sings songs for the lost and the lonely. Her job is entertaining folks, singing songs and telling jokes <laughs> in a nightclub. Pearl's a singer. And they say that she once was a winner. You now, Tim, I want you to accompany... Well, I don't, but I mean... I've <laughs> Would you please accompany Tim, Paul Young, singing Love of the Common People? Certainly, Hum. Living on free food tickets Watering the milk from a hole in the roof Where the rain came through What can you do? Mm. <laughs> Tears from your little sister Crying because she doesn't have a dress Without a patch for the party to go but you know, she'll get by Cause she's living in the love of the common people Smiles from the heart of a family man Daddy's gonna buy you a dream to cling to Mama's gonna love you just as much as she can Oh yes, she will And she can And finally, Jeremy, would you please accompany... Would you please accompany Morrissey and the Smiths singing <laughs> Heaven Knows I'm Miserable Now. I was happy in the haze of a drunken hour But heaven knows I'm miserable now I was looking for a job and then I found a job And heaven knows I'm miserable now in my life, why do I give valuable time to people who don't care if I live on? <laughs> to lovers entwined, pass me by, and heaven knows I'm miserable now. I was looking for a job, and then I found a job. And heaven knows I'm miserable. <laughs> Where the hell did that come from? <laughs> Your twin brother Jeremy couldn't sing it. <laughs> I've just realised if I start singing in tune, I'm finished. <laughs> I'd be like the elephant man having a nose job. Moving on swiftly, 
The teams are going to perform mimes now in the round called Sound Charades. This is based on the old TV favourite Give Us a Clue, where the players had to mime titles of books or films. It was conducted in silence, the performances were excellent, and the audience was delighted. <laughs> Our team's version differs in just three ways. <laughs> Quite remarkably, the late Elvis Presley was a great fan of the original and even invited them to Graceland. Elvis was amazed by the player's skills in conveying titles against a time limit. His biography records how Lionel Blair bent over backwards trying to fit in all the King's men in under two minutes. <laughs> Tim and Jeremy, you're to start, please, and your title will shortly be displayed to the audience via the laser display screen, while for listeners at home, here's the mystery voice. The Return of the King. The Return of the King. It's five words, uh, and it's a book and a film, and it goes like this. You're back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The man with two brains. <laughs> You're back. Return. Return. Fight. Return of the. The. Time's up. <laughs> Is it of a zombieish nature? No. It would be if it actually happened. Ah. <laughs> Return of the um, living. No. No. Naked. No. What was that noise that Jeremy made? Was it supposed to be... That was acting, Graham. <laughs> Would you like to do it again? Uh, yes. I'd, yeah, I'd like to hear, like it, hear again. it again. Mm-hmm. Uh -huh. <laughs> that was acting, was it? Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> of an Elvis uh, persuasion. So it's Return of the King. King. Yeah. Right, it's your turn, Barry and Graham. Your title is now being exhibited on the laser display board, and here again is the mystery voice for listeners at home. Will and Grace. Will and Grace. Right. Three words. TV. Now then, are we all gathered? Well, <laughs> it says here, I, Edith Marjorie Thompson, being of sound mind, hereby divide my estate. Excuse me, excuse me. Uh, before we start... For what we are about to receive. <laughs> well, um, close. There's um, <laughs> it's something and something. Oh yes. Uh, will and testament, or even grace. Uh, oh. <laughs> It's time to play the game called Mornington Crescent. First, I noticed from the listener reaction matchbox that we've received well under three letters this week. It comes from a Mrs. Trellis of North Wales. She writes, Dear Mr. Gaddafi, you must be very proud. It's not every duck that becomes president. <laughs> Thank you. 
Yours in haste, Mrs. Trellis. OK, teams, this week we'll be playing according to the Hackney Carriage Society rulebook, in which players must actively demonstrate a knowledge of the knowledge by explaining their route plan between each move, plus any other relevant information. So U-turns count double, airports triple, and south of the river is out of bounds. <laughs> right, Tim, you can start. I'd love to, but I'm afraid I'm just going home. Vote <laughs> <laughs> for you, Mr Littleton. Uh, Russell Square. Russell Square. Right. Uh, right. Strand. Strand. Yeah. What? No, what, what I, no you, you do a little Yui. Then when you felt better, you get back in the cab. <laughs> Use the back doubles. I admit, you, you're a bit naughty up a one way. <laughs> Along the river. Yeah. Right, through the Savoy Grill. That's... Out the front, Strand. Um, yeah. Heathrow. <laughs> Fair enough, you can now. You can now, and that's triple. Yeah, because you can fly there. <laughs> I'm um, not sure you can fly, can you? No, not now. No. If you believe not you in the can Hackney carriage. <laughs> Graham, carry yes, on. Heathrow. Uh, well, from Heathrow, you've got to go to Staines, haven't you? Yeah. Really? Staines. That's after the Huey. <laughs> <laughs> Staines. Yeah, but you've got to tell us how you got there. And it's not by plane, I'll tell you. No, straight there, it's just one move. I mean, there's no fiddling about it, just straight there. Stains. Well, what about the roadworks? <laughs> it's a good point. Yeah. Mm. Well, what about them? Well, they, you, you can't go directly. You can't go directly. It's Terminal 5, all that building there. That's true, isn't it? Mm. So it's not staying straight away in one move. It's all right. They've finished the roadworks. <laughs> um, Kensington Church Street. So it's all right. I can go in the bus and taxi lane. Kensington Church Street? Yeah. Congestion charge there, isn't it? Well. Not, not for us. Um, no. Incidentally, I had that uh, Barry Cryer in the back of my cab the other day. <laughs> Kept doing the U's. <laughs> um, Kensington Church Street, Birdcage Walk. Yeah. How? Bayswater Road. Oh, yeah. Bat doubles through three parks. Yeah. Yes. Birdcage Walk. Yeah. St mm -hmm. James's Park. I yep. don't think you're yep. meant to drive on the grass, though, eh? <laughs> no, I'm, it's on the pathway. It's all right. Right, OK. Um, Piccadilly. A5 to the M1, <laughs> straight up to the M40, M42, M6, Piccadilly. <laughs> oh, you mean the London one? Well, I'm sorry, it's too late. I've set the meter now. <laughs> Actually, you're out of bounds. That's true. Carry on, Graham. What? But Staines. Mornington Crescent. Oh! Oh! Right. Didn't see that coming. <clears throat> right, in this next round, the teams are going to delve into the world of real celebrities. <laughs> the cult of the celebrity is everywhere, with many lending their image to the promotion of consumer goods. I noticed recently on my pack of sausages a picture of Anthony Worrell Thompson in his kitchen. Underneath it said, prick with a fork. <laughs> 
Seems a little harsh. <laughs> Teams, I brought along a selection of genuine magazine articles describing the daily routines of well-known personalities. However, certain key words or phrases have been removed. Your task is to guess what the original wording might have been. And we're going to start with you, Tim and Jeremy. And for you, I have the words of none other than Michael Jackson. Oh. Can you guess the missing sections for me, please? I'm not going to do the voice. Can't get high enough. <laughs> I never had a childhood. I was a star when I was... Black. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is six. It's hard growing up a celebrity child. I relate to Shirley Temple. I met her in San Francisco, and I sat at her table, and I cried so bad. She said... Security! <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong, Michael? Fred Astaire was my neighbour. I used to see him every day when I was riding my little... Chimp. <laughs> Motor scooter. Oh. He always told me, you're going to be a... Rested. <laughs> <laughs> Big star. I've had very little cosmetic surgery. You can count it on two... Noses. <laughs> Fingers. People think I deliberately touch my crotch during... The shipping forecast. <laughs> concerts. If you go to one of my concerts, my shows... You'll see 200,000 people swaying, holding candles, saying... Burn him! <laughs> we want to heal the world. My greatest inspiration comes from kids. I used to walk around holding baby dolls because... They bounce when you drop them. <laughs> I wanted children so badly. For my third child, I used a surrogate mother and my own... Off cuts. <laughs> well, the answer is sperm cells. Okay, your turn now, Barry and Graham. And for you, I have the words of Prince Charles. Ooh. Can you guess the missing sections in this piece? It doesn't always work. <clears throat> Wait a minute, I'm still doing Michael. <laughs> still doing Michael Jackson. <laughs> It doesn't always work attempting to impose rules and regulations on your... Mother. <laughs> children. I just hope that by talking and explaining, they can become a bit more aware and wiser about... Inbreeding. <laughs> Life. It's more about striking a subtle balance. The boys don't try to keep me up to date. All they say is... Nice crinoline, Dad. <laughs> You won't like this. Mostly, there's just this do-do-do beat of their... Bed springs. <laughs> Music in the background. Skiing is a very exciting sport. When I first came to Closters after 11 years of not skiing, I had the most dreadful... Passport photographs. <laughs> falls and crashes. I landed on rocks and things, but in those days, somehow I bounced into the air, spread my ears, and glided down to the chalet. Back easily. In Germany, and I know it's very difficult to say, but they have a... Deutsche Grammophon Gesellschaft. 
national service arrangement. They tell me in Germany that they couldn't keep their hospitals and old people's homes going without... Sick old people. (laughs) All the help from young people. All the great prophets, all the great thinkers, those who've achieved a far greater awareness of the aspects of life which lie beneath the surface, all shared the same... Cardigan. (laughs) (laughs) Understanding of the universe. My office is a gigantic... Place called Cornwall. (laughs) Charitable organisation. I happen to mind very much about this country. I want to put the great back into... Yarmouth. (laughs) Britain. Well, I notice with a sudden surge of relief, it's very very nearly the end of the show, but it's just time... Well, it's just time to fit in a round of Naturist Film Club. (laughs) Samantha is off on a tour of the Lake District with a naturist gentleman friend who wants to strip off a Keswick and Cockermouth. (laughs) So while she's away preparing for that, I'd like the teams to suggest movie titles guaranteed to enthrall an audience of naturists, nudists and the like. Tim, will you start, please? The Elephant Man. A Man Called Horse. <laughs> Winkle Down the Wind. Twelve Dangly Men. <laughs> when Harry Met Sally. <laughs> the French Lieutenant's a woman. <laughs> The lunch pack of Notre Dame. Bring me the telescope of Alfredo <laughs> Garcia. Memphis Bell End. <laughs> oh dear. Indiana Jones and the last chicken at Sainsbury's. <laughs> <laughs> Saving Ryan's privates. My big fat Greek wedding tackle. (laughs) The cold tit story. (laughs) Bring the water cannon on. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I notice it's the end of the show. Sooner than any of us could have imagined, it's the end, it's the end of another series. Aww. And how poignant it is to reflect back on the six weeks of wild applause and gales of laughter that the teams had hoped to get. <laughs> Never mind. From the team, Samantha, myself, and the good folk of Salford, it's goodbye. Cryer, Graham Garden, Jeremy Hardy and Tim Brooke Taylor were being given silly things to do by Humphrey Littleton with Colin Sell setting some of them to music. The programme consultant was Ian Pattinson and the producer was John Naismith. (laughs) 